Have you ever been ghosted? You know, when you get an inquiry and you reply really excited and then you don't hear back. Or maybe you've had a meeting with a potential client and you're so sure that they're going to book and then you hear nothing. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me and I hear it happening more and more to photographers. And it's probably because times are changing. There's a lot going on. And this episode is going to be all about what you can do to avoid getting ghosted in the future. You're listening to Sustainable Photography, a podcast all about business tips, inspiration and confidence building. I'm Ingvild Kolnes, the host of this podcast, and after over a decade as a photographer, I now help talented photographers run sustainable businesses. And for full transparency, you should know that I'm a mentor with paid offers, and I will probably mention some of those in this episode. Every year, ever since I became a photographer, there have been more and more photographers showing up year by year. But after the pandemic, there have been so many more photographers showing up. I think maybe because things changed during the pandemic that many people lost their jobs and they maybe wanted to try something new and then they got into photography. Maybe it's because photography sounds like an easy way to make a lot of money, but then when you get started, you realize that there's a lot more to it than what you thought. So when there's more competition, chances are higher that you might experience not getting booked. When there are more photographers around, it's even more important that you stand out, that you know who you want to work with. And I know that many photographers are scared of competition and they think it's a bad thing, but I actually think it's a good thing because when it becomes more common to go to see a photographer, more people will. And when there are more photographers around, that gives you the option of doing your own thing and to be more unique, to do more of what you want to do instead of doing many different things or being too vague. So really, it's an opportunity for you to specialize and to stand out, to just be you. But if you don't do that, if you're just like any other photographer out there, then it's going to be a problem that there are more photographers around and you are going to experience getting ghosted more. When there are more photographers around that look and feel about the same, people will be price shopping even more because if the photographers are too similar, then price is the only thing that someone really can tell you apart from someone else. So that makes it more likely that you're going to get chosen because of your price. And we don't want that because you have so much more to offer than just being the cheapest photographer. So to avoid this, standing out is key. Another reason why you might be getting ghosted is because people are having less and less attention span, meaning that there's just so much going on. There are so many apps, there's just so much communication everywhere that when someone sends you an inquiry, they might not even know who they sent it to. They might have sent it to many different photographers and they just get lost in all the options. And I've felt this way as well. I was just looking for a service the other day and I contacted two different vendors. And now I actually have no idea who I sent it to because, you know, it's through someone's contact form on their website. It's not an actual email I can track in my outbooks. So I don't know who I sent it to. And that doesn't mean I don't care, but I'm dependent on that person actually reaching out and following up with me. 
Unfortunately, though, most businesses are pretty bad at following up, which we're also going to talk about. But in general, just know that it's probably not your clients trying to be mean or just forgetting about you. It's just that if you get an inquiry, for example, every month or every week or even every day, then your relationship to your clients or your feelings and thoughts around your potential clients are more top of mind for you than what you are for them. Because they are probably reaching out to not necessarily a bunch of different photographers, but a bunch of different service providers. And just this last week, I've been in contact with a bank, a few different automations and systems experts, several people I want to have on the podcast, new people I'm working with. And I actually have an elopement booking meeting coming up in just a couple of hours. So, you know, I have all these different people that I have to relate to. But except for the names of my new clients and the people in the upcoming booking meeting, I have no idea who those other people are. So yes, the dream is that all our clients have been following us for years and they know us so well and we're really the only photographer they would ever consider working with. It's just not realistic for most of us. So we have to do the majority of the work to stay top of mind. Right now, there's just so much going on across the board. That's just how it is. So if you're experiencing getting ghosted, you have to try to make it clear why you're worth paying for, why you are the right photographer for your client, or how it benefits your clients to choose you, or maybe even why they should get photographed at all. You really shouldn't try to be the photographer for anyone and everyone. Try to be the photographer for your kind of people. And only you can know who that is. But that's really the first step. So first and foremost, get really clear on who you want to work with and figure out what they truly want from you. And then that is what you should focus on. You also want to make sure that if you're on a booking call or if you're applying to an inquiry, don't just talk about you and how you do things. Make sure that you ask questions and that you leave space for your clients to reply to you and listen to them. And when you know what your clients want and what they're looking for, then you can use that information to talk about how you can help them achieve what they want. If you can, of course. (laughs) Something that I've experienced when I've reached to a lot of different service providers is they don't always reply in a very nice way. So if I reach out to a service provider and I say, hey, I'm looking for this, how much is it? And they just refer to their website. I think that's bad customer service because I've already been on your website. It's terrible. I don't understand what I'm looking at. So I just want this one thing. How much is it? How does it work? Do you even offer it? So if you're getting ghosted, be sure to check that you're actually replying to whatever it is your potential clients are wondering about and be sure that you're being nice as well. I actually usually check out people I want to work with before I work with them. So I message them to see how they reply, because if it takes them a long time or if they don't reply in a nice and empathetic way, then I don't want to work with them. So just make sure that you're coming across the way that you want to. Another thing that I've experienced myself is that if someone replies to me late, then someone else have probably replied a lot quicker. And I feel like there's more interest from the person who replies the quickest to want to work with me versus the ones that are applying really late or taking their time getting back to me. 
Now, I'm not saying that you should be in your inbox day and night because you definitely shouldn't, but you need to set some expectations. You need to tell your clients when they should expect to hear back from you. For example, set up autoresponders, have a proposal ready to send before you even get on the call so it's ready to get out to your client. That way you don't have to start from scratch and you don't have to leave your clients wondering what's going on. You don't want to book a booking call and then go on holiday without sending that proposal in before you leave. Another thing that is probably hurting you is if you're scared to mention pricing. It can be really off-putting to your potential clients if they don't know what they're expecting to pay. So you should mention it in an email upfront or on the call itself and just be clear that this is what it costs. And if that's hard for you, then you should definitely practice having sales calls, practice just saying your prices out loud. And if you calculate your prices, for example, if you're scared of coming across as too expensive, chances are that you're probably too cheap. Your prices are probably too low. So work out your prices and then you can state them in a more confident way because you'll actually know this is what it has to cost. Okay. And the final thing that I promised you we were going to talk about is following up. Because if you don't hear back from a client, it's not because they don't care enough to want to work with you. It's because it doesn't seem like you care, or it's because that your email ended up in spam, or they've just forgotten about it. They're really busy in their lives. And as I mentioned before, you might just get that one inquiry a day or a week. So your clients are top of mind for you, but to them, you're probably one person that they have to deal with and like a hundred. So just keep that in mind. People want a photographer that wants to work with them. And just remember, it's not personal if someone doesn't get back to you. Maybe they found someone else they wanted to work with. Maybe they were just looking for the best price. Maybe they sent out a bunch of inquiries and made a random decision. Maybe they changed their plans or something came up. There could be a million different reasons why you don't hear back. But one of the most important things is definitely that you have to follow up once, twice, three times. And I usually get a reply at the end when I send out follow-ups. And even if they end up not working with me, at least I'll know why. So just be nice and be patient and try not to feel like you've booked a client as soon as you get an inquiry, okay? Remember that you haven't actually made a booking until your contract has been signed and the first payment is in your bank account. Up until that point, anything can happen and they're not actually a client. They're just someone who's interested. So I hope this helps. Good luck on getting booked, not ghosted. You just listened to an episode of Sustainable Photography. Please share this episode with a photographer you care about. 